You're listening to Warwick Radio Online. The voice of Warwick, Rhode Island. Now, I have found over the course of time, one of the things that artists love doing is going out on tour and seeing the people and being in different places. Does that work for Warwick Center for the Arts? <laughs> yes. Yes, it does. Uh, last spring, we brought artwork to City Hall and uh, featured in, in the mayor's office. And then our artist started visiting Clouds Hill Museum to do plein air painting. And uh, so that's been a great connection. But then also next month, we're going on tour to Providence. Uh, we, our members will be exhibiting in the Atrium Gallery, which is in the state offices, uh, which is really exciting. A lot of them are, are, you know, have never done that before. They're thrilled to be exhibiting in a, a major public gallery. We had a, a mini exhibit. Some of our members uh, showcased their work in December in the lobby at the GAM Theater. And one of the really cool things about that was that the call for art was to um, tie their artwork into the current production, which was It's a Wonderful Life radio play. So the artwork depicted, you know, scenes of, of um, home and cozy and winter, and uh, that was a very successful show, and we were thrilled to be invited to partner with them on that exhibit. Um, we are always looking for ways to support and bolster our artists and and get them out there. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to Warwick Life on Warwick Radio. My name is Scott Nerney. I grew up in Warwick and have been a homeowner for over 30 years in our lovely city. My goal with this podcast is to highlight what is special about Warwick and how you can get the most from our seaside community. This podcast is being presented by the Warwick Center for the Arts, located next to Warwick City Hall, where amazing artists showcase their artwork year-round in their beautiful gallery, in addition to many exciting classes for children and adults. Before I introduce our guest, I wanted to mention, if you have an idea for a guest, subject matter, comment, or question on Warwick Life, drop us a line at warwicklife at gmail.com. Our guest today is Danielle Salisbury. She is the director of the Warwick Center for the Arts. We invite her here to get an update about the organization, what's happening at the Warwick Center for the Arts. I hear there's a little bit of construction going on. And let's see what's happening for the rest of 2022. Danielle, welcome to the show, and thanks for supporting our podcast. Thank you, Scott. It's great to be back here. We've had a lot of guests since we first started this, uh, from a lot from around the area, a lot of different nonprofits and businesses. And I think the podcast has gone over very well. I want to suggest to people, if you're listening to this and you like what you hear, don't forget to subscribe so you can be notified every time a new episode comes out from Warwick Radio. There's a lot of other great podcast guests out there as well. And Danielle, uh, just to, as people can follow along, it's warwickcfa.org. You're open Wednesday through Saturday, 11 to 3, and we're located right next to City Hall and the uh, small library right next door. And I hear a lot of digging and and. Uh, smashing going on outside the art center. What's happening out there? <laughs> yeah, it can be loud and dusty sometimes. Um, so I think I mentioned when I was here uh, back in the fall about this great opportunity that the art centers had with the Champlin Foundation providing the finances to basically reconstruct the entryway to the art center. The um, old shale steps were falling apart, and they were actually very, very steep. We didn't have a, a landing that was to code. So 
We have brand new steps. The granite has um, been installed, and now we're waiting for a concrete pad and um, you know a little bit more of the railings to be added, um, and then we'll get to work on the um, historic wooden doors. Well, uh, that is uh, a big improvement. Uh, be, I know a lot of people had kind of dreaded those stairs a little bit, and you know, if folks, if you're out there and you think uh, in the meantime there's some alternative ex, uh, entrances in the back, there's also an elevator for folks that may think they can't brave the, the past stairs or current, so we do have handicap accessibility as well in the back of the art center. So that construction will be a big welcome. I'm looking forward to, as it progresses, to, to see more about it. And I understand the uh, winter market that we put on was very successful? Yes, it was the best we've ever had, believe it or not. There were a lot of winter markets or holiday sales in the area this, this year. Um, I think there was a lot of enthusiasm about coming back out and shopping and supporting local artists. So um, our sale did um, did well also. Um, <clears throat> we ran the sale from December 3rd through the 18th, I believe. So it was about three weeks. Um, we had about 15 different artists represented and they all um, sold everything from pottery, um, you know, original uh, oil paintings. Um, even we had a uh, young gentleman, I think a middle schooler. Uh, we had people of all ages and, and different uh, abilities in the sale. So that was nice. And we also did a member appreciation event as a kickoff opening evening. Um, they got to view the sale before the general public. And there's another benefit to being a member of the Warwick Center for the Arts. You also get discounts on some of the classes that we're going to talk about as well. So one of the things that I, I wanted to make sure we mentioned, that it is a gallery. There's almost always a show going on. And a lot of the art is for sale. And I don't. I want to give people the impression that there's a little bit of something for everyone with different styles of photography and, and three-dimensional. There's a lot of, obviously, paintings. But there's price ranges for multiple levels of art collectors. Can you kind of talk to that a little bit? Sure. Um, yeah, th there's a lot of exciting things um, to talk about regarding exhibits. Um, we do welcome artists of all levels, which means that uh, you're going to see in the same exhibit work that is done by maybe a new artist that may have just retired and um, has just started dabbling, you know, into watercolor painting, or you may also encounter um, really high level um, works by, you know, career artists. Um, and you mentioned 3D, which is something I'm really excited about. Um, we do have a 3D exhibit coming up in the spring where we are um, partnering with the Steel Yard in Providence. Um, and it's going to be, you know, a, kind of a new thing for the Warwick Center for the Arts, or at least we haven't had something like that in a while where we're inviting art artists of, um, you know, all over the area and that work in large-scale media, wood, metal, um, you know, anything that you can think of. We're hoping to get uh, possibly some installations um, we also redid the patio courtyard area outside the art center a couple months ago, and that's going to be a, a new space for um, outdoor 
activities, um, and we're hoping some public sculpture as well. So you're bringing the inside out and the outside in at the <laughs> same time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and actually that, that's the next exhibit. Um, the, the upcoming exhibit is called Outside In. And uh, basically I, I came up with this concept over the summer when I was thinking about how um, dark February and March is in our area. And uh, wouldn't it be nice at that time of the winter to be in a space and feel like you're outdoors and just feel the warmth of lots of color and uh, plein air painting is something that a lot of artists enjoy. So the current call for art right now is for that exhibit, which features any artwork that represents uh, the outdoors, basically, and tries to evoke that feeling of being out in nature in warm weather. I love it. Um, <laughs> folks that are listening, we do pre-tape these. Uh, it is the eve of the snow apocalypse out right now, <laughs> so um, I'm looking forward to being past that. By the time you listen to this, uh, hopefully everybody went okay with that. And, yeah. and as we're talking about the, the entire area being coated in a couple of feet of snow, Mayor Picosi has an interesting idea to try to revitalize that, what he's calling city center out there. And Warwick Center for the Arts is, is right in that plaza there. Uh, it's got to be exciting times to talk about what could possibly be going there and, and how we could support it. Yeah, it's, you know, since um, Mayor Picosi and his administration have, have uh, been in the seat there, the feeling of that um, complex the uh, or campus, sorry, they, they call it the Warwick City Hall campus sometimes, is, is really present. And it's, it's, we're proud to be a part of that uh, campus of buildings. Um, it will be definitely exciting for us because of the youth component as well. Um, you know, we are a destination for young people, and it will be nice to have more opportunities for them. And anything that brings the community together is uh, is always a gem. And so we're very excited to support um, this project and, and see how we can help and bring in an arts component. And as you talk about the, the youth of uh, the area and how we support them, well, let's talk about what you have upcoming for some of the April vacation and maybe a, a sneak peek at what you're thinking about for the summer for some classes for the youth. Yeah, I'm really excited about that. Um, so last uh, April school vacation break, we were able to run a really successful camp, which was Monday through Friday during the school break. Um, and uh, la we, we went with the theme Earth Day because Earth Day landed on Friday of that week. And uh, we really love that. So we wanted to do it again, but of course, try to mix it up a little. So this year, we're going to take the kids around the globe um, thinking about Earth Day, not just locally here at home, but all around the world. So each day will feature a different country, um, and we will build art projects around that. Um, there's something uh, really fun that both Aileen Quinn and I have done. She's one of our instructors, which is called Gyotaku. I'm not sure I'm saying that exactly right, but it's a Japanese term for printmaking with fish. And uh, she and I have talked about doing this with the kids for a while now. And so we're excited that on our Japan day, we will <laughs> bring in uh, some fish and, and teach the kids how to make this traditional print, 
printmaking project. What was your favorite summer uh, week or event last summer that you might want to repeat if people are thinking about it? Mm. Um, I think, gosh, we did, we, last summer we did theater. We had some theater. We had cartooning. We had graphic design. Um, of course, lots of painting, printmaking, drawing. I think probably the most exciting was papermaking um, with Aileen. At the time, we had uh, a, an exhibit that featured paper prints and books. And so a lot of times we do try to tie in the curriculum to what is on display in the gallery. Um, so we did a lot of things having to do with making books and paper and so a couple days we had the kids making paper with pulp. And uh, luckily it was summer because it was extremely messy. And we, we were inside and outside quite a bit. The floor was covered in water and pulp and all kinds of shredded things. <laughs> and, and as we transition back, say, upstairs into the gallery, uh, you mentioned a little bit about what's happening in the gallery in March. But... You've got the entire year booked out uh, that people can look at on our website to see what types of, not only what types of exhibits they might want to go see to get an idea of what art they may want to look at and purchase, but also the, to try to get an idea of the artists ahead of time of what we're going to be looking for, what themes that are out there. Yes. So there's a couple of things. Our artist members have a page on our website so that you can... Um, you know, glance through that, click on the links that are, you know, on their name and go to their website. And so you could, you know, get to know the artists a little bit more that way. Also, um, you know, we do have the schedule planned out for the year and we try to keep a good variety of, of um, themes planned. We have a few group exhibits, which means that it may be an individual that plans an exhibit on their own. Um, and one of those I, I have in mind is um, Angel Beth Smith is a, a local artist who is putting together um, an exhibit. I think she titled it Side by Side. So that'll be like one month, and she is basically curating the whole thing. Um, we're partnering with Riska again, Rhode Island State Council of the Arts, um, for a, an uh, exhibit featuring black artists, and that will be curated by Monique Roll Johnson. Um, who's an amazing artist and instructor um, and has exhibited with us before. Um, let me think. There's also, um, again, we want to partner with the Rhode Island Art Educators Association to feature um, art teachers. Um, and then we have our usual annual, like the Rhode Island Open, which is a whole variety of media, and Emerging, which is the Young uh, Emerging Artists exhibit for high school and college students. Right. So there's a, a jam-packed year. Again, folks, go to warwickcfa.org. There's a lot of information about what's upcoming, uh, what events are happening there. The gallery area is often available for rentals that will help support the Warwick Center for the Arts. It's a fantastic place to have a corporate meeting or some type of art event, whether you're making art or discussion about art or want to do some type of a, a prep class, it's really something to be doing it and be inspired by all the art that's around you. Um, it really brings a, a lot of strength and, and determination and um, ability to you know, look outside the box, uh, great inspiration. 
Thank you to Danielle for spending some time with our audience today and sharing insights on Warwick life. It's a great time to be in Warwick. For those not living the Warwick life, come pay us a visit. Apparently you can tour all over the state soon, seeing great artists. And come to the Warwick Center for the Arts. Stop by, see Danielle and team, and talk to them about either renting space, buying some art, talking about art that you may be able to produce for a future show. They'd love to see you and come see what we all have to offer. That wraps up another edition of Warwick Life on Warwick Radio. If you have any comments, content suggestions, or questions, drop us a line at warwicklife at gmail.com. Thank you to Tester Manuelian for our lead-in and closing music. She's a music major with an incredible career ahead of her. Lastly, don't forget to check out Warwick Center for the Arts at warwickcfa.org. See you next time. You're listening to Warwick Radio Online. The voice of Warwick, Rhode Island.